Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Ho Ho Show. Rated the number one most listened to podcast on Pluto. So join us now as we discuss news, politics, current events, and so much more. So clear the airways and strap in as we defend the Constitution. Because And, well, if you guys didn't know, I'm kind of a moron. I forgot to do something again. And this is the second time in a row I've forgotten to do this. I forgot to unmute my stinking microphone through the Spreaker app. So here we go, half hour into it, and now you can hear my voice. (laughs) As I said, I'm a moron. Yeah, you know, sometimes this isn't always the easiest thing in the world, but, you know, hey, I'll have to get the audio from this and then recut it and throw it in there. That is what I'm going to have to do. All right, guys, let's see here. Um, This next article, starting with Nikki Haley and the U.N., so she drops the hammer on the U.N., with evidence proving Obama's Iran deal is a complete scam. And one of the things that she says, well, let me just go ahead and and read what she said in the UN, or to the UN about this. The nuclear deal has done nothing to moderate the regime's conduct in other areas. Aid from Iran's Revolutionary Guard to dangerous militias and terror groups is increasing. It's ballistic missiles... And advanced weapons are turning up in war zones across the region. It's hard to find a conflict or a terrorist group in the Middle East that does not have Iran's fingerprints all over it. And she even has this huge thing. Let's see, what is this? Uh, It is a... It's a missile. I don't know what kind of missile it is. It doesn't say. But it's a missile that was used in a, a, let's see, it was used to attack an international civilian airport in Saudi Arabia behind her. So, you know, so yeah. 
And and she goes deeper into this as well, you know, basically saying how totally screwed up the whole thing is and that it isn't working and they just need to get out of it. You know, more or less, that's what it boils down to. Obviously. Obviously, we need to get out of that. I mean, the thing was junk whenever we, you know, when we all knew it was junk from the get-go. You know, I don't know why they lied about it so hard. You know, I mean, the, it, it was almost another one of those, it, you know, you'll have to sign it before you guys know what's in it. But, I mean, they never did tell us what was in that UN deal. They didn't want us to know, which was, you know, that right there ought to tell you that it's bad. You know, that it doesn't have the U.S.'s best interests in mind. All right, let's see. This next article that I am looking for right now. There we go. Let's see if this is a before or after. (laughs) Well, let's see. I don't know if I actually want to get into that one right now. Well, okay, let's, mm. all right, now I've got like several articles or whatnot that I've brought up on this, but I guess uh, Nikki Haley, she talked uh, to the UN and they were talking about Jerusalem and, um, you know, with us recognizing Jerusalem as a capital and moving our embassy over there, they wanted to basically stop us from doing that. And more or less, it was one of them things where, you know, Nikki Haley stood up in front of them. They called them, you know, they, they called them jackals, I guess. I don't, well, I don't know if that was the, uh, the headline. But one of the things that she said is that, um, let's see, they, let's see, UN members, uh, UN member states vote Thursday on a resolution condemning America's recognition of Jerusalem on is, as Israel's capital. Uh, Nikki Haley uh, will be watching as she tweeted on Tuesday that U.S. will be taking names. Because that's one of the things, though, that she she was like, you know, that we are the U.N.'s biggest financial, you know, we pay more money into that than what, you know, than any other nation does in the United Nations. And, you know, for, for them to tell us, you know, whether or not we should we could do something like this was more or less a slap in the face and that that's what she told and that's that's what you know she definitely laid it out there and it was it was one of them things too that you know president trump one of the things that he said was that you know it's like okay if if you vote against us you know we're going to be taking your names and we should which is what came out of nikki haley's mouth and what trump said was that, you know, they, they should go ahead and do that because, I mean, hey, we'll save a lot of money if they do that. We can use this money elsewhere, put it forth, put it to places that, that it will be more, uh, you know, more beneficial to the American people. And that was one of the things that, you know, not only Trump said, but Nikki Haley said to the U.N. as well. And regardless of anything that, you know, we said to them, they did go ahead and... Um. They did go ahead and basically condemn us for it. I, I guess whatever vote that they did. Let me actually find it. Yeah, there, there we go. You know, let, let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Yeah. The Haley family state name. U.S. does that. 
these people do that. Dear Democrats to the UN. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, let's see. This comes from CNN. Headline, despite Haley threat, UN votes to condemn Trump's Jerusalem decision. So, and I guess it was 129 in favor. Nine oh, Don, you're a little controversial. Oh, yeah. One way or the other, Mexico will pay for the war. Donald Trump Stop. is unfit to be Stop playing. Stop. Okay, there we go. Whew. All right. Anyway. Yeah, you can just stay muted. I don't care. Um, my question is, now that they did go ahead and they voted to condemn Trump's decision, what's next? You know, I mean, truly, what, what's going to happen next? You know, I mean, granted, they do a lot of good in the region, but all said and done, you know, it's... Why are we even still in them? I mean, I mean, I just, I don't quite, I don't, I don't quite get it. You know, maybe other people can. Oh yeah, speaking of other people. Hey Al, I have not yet. I have not yet looked at the uh, the message that you sent me. Um, I've seen that I got one, but I haven't looked at it yet. No, I have not. Where did that thing come from, anyway? Oh, okay, spiffy diffy. I guess I should check this too. I really should check this stuff more often. Speaking of checking things, I wonder if anybody. Nope, nobody did. Okay. Uh, what was I looking at? Oh yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yep, none. Okay, good. Very good. We be in. All right. So, uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Nikki Haley. Um, so. Yeah, taking names, uh, calls them jackals, or at least CNN called them, said that she called them jackals. But yeah, what's what's going to happen next with this? And that that's kind of what I wonder. And again, you know, I'm not exactly sure even why we're still in there for the simple fact is they don't really... In a matter of speaking, they really don't do a lot. I mean, you think about the re- resolutions that they've done. They just made resolutions. There wasn't really any follow. Th- <clears throat> there really wasn't any follow through with any of it. They didn't do anything. So what was the point? You know. And so here we are, the biggest contributor, the biggest contributing nation, getting smacked down from the UN because we chose to do something that they should be doing anyway. <clears throat> I mean, let, let's be clear. You know, the, the the reason that, you know, the UN, they didn't even want to recognize Israel as a sovereign nation in the first place. They want a two-state solution, which you can't have a two-state solution if both states don't believe in the in the other's right to exist, as in the case with Palestine and Israel. That's what the problem is. So how can you have a two-state solution when you have something like that going on? And something that I did read a few days ago, actually it was last week sometime, I don't, I think it was, oh man, what was it, Turkey maybe? But I think it was Turkey said that they were going to put a, a uh, they were going to put a embassy in West Jerusalem which, if I'm remembering correctly, is uh, the the Muslim-owned 
uh, you know, Muslim-owned section of Jerusalem. If, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think it is. You know, and this this again was a you know slap in the face to Trump, slap in the face for what we were doing. You know, and uh, I really haven't heard anything recently as far as any you know any more demonstrations that's being done. Um, you know, as I guess the news cycle's kind of gone a different direction with some of the other stuff that is out there. And we'll get into that next. I'll go ahead and take a quick break, and when I return, um, some uh, North Korea news. You know, yeah, definitely some more North Korea news. Yeah, there's all kinds of good stuff going on right there. All right, guys, a couple minutes. Be right back. I'll be 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 back. I'm back. <laughs> I am such a goober. Yeah. Oh, I got another Arnold one. Stop whining. Which is exactly what I want to say to liberals about this whole tax thing. Stop whining. That's right. It's either that or. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I got another good one. I'll do this one later. All right. I know. I am a complete goober. And I am perfectly okay with that. All right. Moving on. Let's see here. Uh, as I said before the break, I am going to cover North Korea crap now. And I tell you what, things have been heating up very much so. All right, let me let me go ahead and get this one. Now, now this one, 
I I covered well. I didn't really cover this one. I don't think it was this one. I'm I'm pretty sure this was a different guy because I didn't see the uh, the first article that I had done on this one, or at least maybe you know maybe this is just more information coming out on it. Could be. All right. Well, Kim Jong Un. Now I'm not exactly sure if this is, of course, if I'm thinking about the right story. At any rate, um, the nuclear. Uh, chief, the chief nuclear, uh, he, uh, yeah, there it is. Whew. Wow. Okay. I found it. Found the article. All right. Whew. Calming down now. <laughs> this came from the telegraph. Uh, Kim Jong-un has a nuclear chief executed for test delays and tunnel collapse. According to report. Now, again, I don't know if this is exactly the same guy that I reported on a, uh, a while back ago. Uh, this was from the the Saho satellite launching station of what he was the uh, the the nuclear underground test facility was, uh, but I know that I had heard something a while back ago about him uh, executing somebody, or at least it was assumed that he executed him because the guy basically came up missing, and I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if this is the same guy or not. I didn't recognize the guy's name, but then again, that doesn't really mean anything, you know, but yeah. So, and speaking of, you know, guys getting executed, um, there was, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Why not do that one? Uh, there was two more people that was found in a, in a, a boat defecting from North Korea in the East river I'm sorry in the east sea and that brings according to or at least on the 21st that brings the um the defections up to 15 you know people are definitely getting out of that country okay and we also had a oh really uh, the second North Korean soldier defected in 30 days. And this one was a little bit different as well because um, I guess they were searching for him and South Korean troops actually were firing warning shots at them uh, because they were getting, I'm, I'm guessing, too close to the border. Let me uh, let me try to find that one. It says South Korea troops... Uh, fire warning shots. Yeah, fire warning shots as North Korean soldiers hunt for the defector. Now, I I haven't heard if there was anything um, from this guy that was different as far as the last guy goes, because I know that that guy was shot. Uh, the first defector was shot like five times. He, are you kidding me? Stop it. All right, so I know that the first guy, he was you know, shot five times. He lived through it. And I guess they, you know, found all kinds of parasites and whatnot that was in him. I don't know anything about the state of this guy. My assumption is he defected and didn't get shot up. There wasn't anything like that in the news on him. You know, things have got to be bad. You know, I mean, I mean, really, it's because that's one of them things. And I, and I know I've said this before that, the military are generally, you know, especially when we're talking about in a, in a dictatorship, they're generally taken care of. You know, that's part of the 
um, part of what draws people to join the military is because they get, you know, they get provisions, they get food, their family gets food, they get taken care of, they get more health benefits. And for, you know, in the case of the first defector, for him to be as bad off as far as health goes, you know, really what is going on in that country, you know, and one of the things that we are, uh, that it looks like the U.S. is doing is doing a limited strike on North Korea to basically what they say, or at least in their words, is to, you know, give them a bloody nose. Now, they're not talking about, um, you know, using any type of a nuke. And I mean, let's let's be honest about that. That's uh, not really, more or less, it's not on the table. You know, because doing that would put South Korea in jeopardy. It would, you know, it would affect China directly because, you know, there's a bridge connecting North Korea and China. So, I mean, it would it would definitely put, you know, North Korea in jeopardy as well and, you know, give them grounds to, you know, attack us. But one of the things that that I had read as well on this is that, you know, North Korea is using. Um, Let me see if I can't actually find this one. Here we go. Uh, So Kim Jong-un, he orders North Korea military to test anthrax-tipped missiles. Okay, now I don't know if... Now this was from, you know, South Korea intelligence that that they had revealed this. I don't know if this information came from the second defector. I don't think it did. But... You know, I mean, if they're doing that, you know, that's biological warfare. You know, I mean, that's very much biological warfare. You know, so, wow. For them to use that on South Korea, for them to use that on the United States, you know. And so, yeah, we're basically preparing right now for just, I guess, it, it, the, the military at any rate. You know, they're doing um, jungle training uh you know in in not urban but but jungle environments so they're changing that they are um i guess they're gearing up for uh a US China for for US China all held reckless let me try to find that one Kim Jong Un Ronnie knows North Korea Donald Trump Bob Barker <laughs> Well, here's another one. U.S. Uh, let me go ahead and do the, do this one since I'm actually right there. Um, this headline, this came out of Newsweek. The U.S. Marines to combat Russia, North Korea threats instead of Middle East, Commandant says. So, yeah, they're they're changing their training tactics. They're cha- changing, um, you know, changing where they're deployed at in order to basically take on a different threat. You know, and that's more or less what it what it amounts to on that. And this came from general Robert Neller spoke to troops at the, I can't even pronounce that Vern Vernus garrison in Norway, holding a town hall style meeting with Marines during his multi. I hate you. <laughs> you know, one thing I hate about this stupid thing is it'll just play the, uh, you know, videos that it has attached to this with, without even asking you, it'll just play it. This is horrible. 
comes over the speakers and it's like, holy crap. Yeah, so town style meetings with, uh, you know, Marines during his multi-country Christmas tour, Armed Forces News site, Military Reported Wednesday. Uh, so I, he says, I think probably the focus, the intended focus is not on the Middle East, Miller said, answering a question from a Marine on where the service would fight in the near future. The focus is more on the Pacific and Russia. So there you have it. They are changing, you know, more or less what they are gearing for the, or at least I should say the, uh, the type of fight they're gearing towards is going to, you know, more of a jungle with North Korea and different type of warfare. So, I mean, here they are gearing up now for something different. So that ought to be pretty telling on that one right there. And let's, let me find this one. Oh, I forgot to throw this one in there. Um, all right, so this one came out of uh, Newsweek as well. Uh, Chinese warplanes enter Korea air defense zone, prompting South Korea to scramble fighter jets. So, you know, just more heating up crap on here. Um, this was, let's see, Socrata Rock, which is submerged about 15 feet below the sea level, and it's 93 miles away from South Korea, 170 miles from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Chinese warplanes enter Korea air defense zone, prompting South Korea to scramble jets. And I definitely forgot to write that one down in there. Oh, yeah. You know, that that's one of them things, too. And and this is, you know, kind of one of them gearing up for World War Three type of things. You know, one of the things that we did, just in case you guys didn't know this, and, you know, the United States is a prime example of this, that, you know, like, in case you didn't know, our currency, the USD, is not based off of you know, gold. It doesn't have a gold backing anymore. Now, it is based off of the GDP. It is based off of, you know, consumption versus production. So the more you, you know, you offset consumption with production and the more you, um, you know, the more you have to offer to the, uh, you know, on the world stage, the more products you sell on the, on the uh, you know, to other countries, that is one of the things that bumps up your, you know, your, uh, the worth of your currency. Okay. And, the powers that be after World War II decided to do this. You know what? I got to cover this later. I got to cover it because I'm pretty sure I actually have this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about that one later because I'm pretty, pretty stinking positive. Nope, it's not there. Okay. So never mind. I didn't do that in there. All right. So, but they did this in order to deter a third world, a third world war. Okay. Because if you have, you know, the countries, if you have their currencies basically linked, because then, you know, if you if if a country isn't buying another country's goods, and that's going to make their value of their currency, you know, diminish, you know, so you know the relationship with China and the U.S. is a prime example of that, you know, that's one of the reasons why it has basically been said that the that China wouldn't necessarily let anything wouldn't let North Korea attack us with a nuclear warhead because it would totally jeopardize their own economy because of the amount of products that the United States buys off of, you know, buys off of China. So, you know, they did this on purpose in order to deter a next, you know, a, a next World War Three. Okay. The bad thing is about that 
is that there has been several countries, especially in the, uh, you know, out east, you know, you've got uh, Japan, Korea, uh, Russia. Um, what was a few other ones that I'd heard of? Uh... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, there's a few other countries in, in there that they no longer use the USD as the global currency for trading. They have made, you know, treaties to where they no longer use that. And just in case you guys didn't know, the I believe the number one export of the United States is the USD because it is the global currency. So normally how it used to be, you know, the uh, if China wanted to buy something from Russia, they would have to get, you know, their currency converted into USD and pay for it in the Russian, then Russia would have to get that USD converted into their money. And that's how it used to be. But they have made these treaties not to where they no longer use the USD in these type of purchases and exchanges and whatnot. I hate sidetracks like that. All right. Now, this headline came from Business Insider. The U.S. and China are preparing for all hell to break loose in North Korea. Uh, so both the U.S. and China have been taking unprecedented steps as tensions ramp up along the Korean Peninsula. China has prepared refugee camps and information for citizens to help them survive nuclear attacks and has expanded its offensive capabilities with its air force. And the U.S. has stepped up military drills, particularly air raids, and reportedly started preparing to seize North Korea's nuclear weapons by force. Yes, I did hear that as well. Um, uh, one of the things that, that we have been working on doing, and, well, I, I don't remember who this came from. I, I think a senator or something like that had, had said that. But uh, there is a contingency plan in case the... You know, in case Kim Jong-un, the, you know, the government gets toppled for us to basically go in there and uh, seize their, you know, their nuclear weapons by force. Good idea, because we don't want the next guy, if if he's definitely, if he's as crazy as Kim Jong-un, to, you know, have access to those. We definitely don't want that. So that's one of the things that they are preparing for. So, yeah, it's it's definitely looking bad over there. I mean, it, it really does. Again, I very much hope that we can come to some sort of peaceful resolution on this. I'm not really holding my breath, but that's what the hope is. So, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take another quick break. When I return, some miscellaneous news. You know, it just really doesn't go fit anywhere else, but just kind of by itself. So, Okay. So yeah, couple minutes. I will be right back. I'll be 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 back. I'm back.
And I'm back. All right, guys. Again, let's see. Broadcasting live from the attic. Very good time. <laughs> All right. I know I covered net neutrality, I believe, last week. But there's there's one of them things I wanted to throw in there I because I don't remember if I actually covered this or not. This headline came from, it looks like, the Associated Press. Headline, after net neutrality, brace for internet fast lanes. So this is one of the fears that was out there as far as, you know, what would happen or a result if, you know, net neutrality was repealed. And that was, you know, fast lanes and slow lanes that you would have, you know, like your basic internet connection would be a slow lane. You have to pay increased amount of money in order to be put in a fast lane or depending on what service you are using or, you know, who knows. I'm going to be honest with you on something. I, I really don't see, I really don't see that happening, you know, because the simple fact is it only takes one provider, whether it be a cell phone provider or whether it be an internet provider, but it only takes one provider to basically not do anything. And, you know, all right, let's, let's take this down to terms. If AT&T were to do fast lane and slow lanes, if and Verizon did not, you would see a huge shift in customers going to, you know, leaving AT&T for Verizon because of that. I mean, come on, the internet, access to the internet is a part of our daily lives. You know, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. There's no mistake in it. There's no, you know, it's it's undeniable. It is a part of our life. It is a facet of how we do business, how we communicate, you know, how we stay connected. I just people aren't going to stand for something like that. You know, so, I mean, I, I really have to be honest that, I mean, yes, it is something that could happen. But at the same time, I truly feel that it would be suicide for any company to actually do it. I mean, unless every single one of them did it all at the same time, bam, and there you go. And it was all basically exactly the same all across the board. There ain't no way in hell it would actually go through. No way it would actually go through. Just for the simple fact is if if you were to see one company do it, or at least one company not do it, the shift to that company would be, would be unreal. I mean, it would be overnight. You know, especially whenever you're talking about people whom, you know, like me, I do not do contracts. I have been burned by companies more than once. I do not do contracts whatsoever. So it's one of them things that if they like the, 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 who I'm with would do that. Oh, I switch in a heartbeat. I go somewhere else. I don't care. You know, it's not worth it to me, especially whenever you take into consideration how, you know, there are companies out there that will advertise that, hey, we'll, you know, we'll buy your contract from whomever it's with, you know, that we'll pay the early termination fee to get your business, you know. So, and I've heard that time and time again. So, you know, this is just an aspect of I really do not think this is something that would actually happen. I mean, I really don't. And and the good thing about this is, you know, it's, you know, it, it's the government being out of the internet, you know, I mean, granted, I, I like the idea of net neutrality, but at the same time, I didn't like the idea of our government being all up in the business of, 
of that. You know, it just it. When government gets all up in the business, it, it it never ends up good for the consumer. It really doesn't. Time and time again, you can see. You you can see that play out. So. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. So that's 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 an aspect of the net neutrality that I do definitely like. Moving on. This one I actually think is way, way, way up top. Way, way, way up top. All right, so I'm sure you guys have heard by now about the Amtrak train that derailed. And one of the headlines that I had seen on that was the report was that it was going uh, 50 mile an hour over the uh, over the speed limit that, that, that it was supposed to be going. There we go. Um, and I guess they had a report that they, uh, or at least they, they think they know why it derailed as part, you know, that it was, you know, because there was some type of an obstruction on the roadway, or not on the roadway, on the railway. And there is a... <clears throat> Yeah, so the train was going approximately 80 miles an hour, and it was supposed to be going 30 miles an hour, which is also kind of weird because I because this was a, uh, it's a, um, high speed rail, you know. So with with it being a high speed rail, 30 mile an hour isn't high speed, you know. 60, 80 mile an hour, yeah, that's high speed. But that's one of the things that I'd heard though that it was a high speed rail. But of which case, if it's a high speed rail, how can it be going? You know, if, how is 80 too fast for a high speed rail? Normally they, they make them things purposefully or at least put them on the railways where they can go that fast without all the curves and, and junk in there and whatnot. So, you know, that's just kind of one of them things that I, that's what I'd heard. You know, that's the report. And, you know, again, from the, uh, the railway commission, the guy railway commission, I have no idea if that's what it was, uh, but you know that the, they think that they, they they're not exactly sure how much it would have contributed to this, but they did. You know they are contributing it to uh, obstruction on the road on the uh, railway. I said roadway again. Holy crap! Um, one of the other things that I read on that as well, and uh, let me let me see if I can find it. Um, there was a system. There we go. There we go. I found it. I found it. Uh, this was from the West Journal, Western Journal, the Western Journal. I can speak. Really, I can. Authorities uncover possible cause of the Amtrak train derailment. And, of course, like I said, a thing on the uh, obstruction on the railway. And this is the article that said that it was a, a high-speed rail. But one of the things that they said about this was that there is a safety uh, a safety thing in there. Let me let me see if I can find where that is. Um, but basically, okay, a, a safety feature on on those that isn't implemented yet that is supposed to you know alert a train car whenever there is a uh, you know any type of obstruction on the railway, and that wasn't being used on that car. And this is a safety feature that the the Department of Transportation doesn't even have mandatory on all trains. And that's one of them things that it's like it's ridiculous because with how much they get into the business of truck drivers, that's what it is, the PTC system. That's what it's called. Um, 
positive train control system. It was not activated on the track at the time of the accident. The PTC system reportedly detects objects on the tracks as well as prevent a train from exceeding a set speed limit. So there you have it. You know, a safety feature that isn't mandatory and wasn't even activated on that particular car. Yeah. Again, it's a high. It was a high speed. Yeah, there we go. It, it struck something on a newly implemented high speed route that had already raised concerns for city officials. So yeah, I, I don't know what the uh, what the actual speed limit was on that particular section of railroad. I have no idea. But yeah, I have no idea. Highly, you know, if it was a, you know, a newly implemented high speed route, 30 might not have actually been the correct posted limit for that rail car in the first place. So, you know, you kind of got a conflict going on, if you ask me, you know, to in a matter of speaking, two conflicting stories. So, all right, this next one, I had to laugh on this one, you know, so uh, this is the Christmas season. This is definitely the Christmas season. Christmas is in the air. Christmas is amazing. I don't like Christmas. Anyway, I'm a ball hub kind of guy. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just, I'm a happy person. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. But it was talking about a Christmas movies. Christmas, not a Christmas movie. It was talking about Christmas movies. And this article asked, it dared to ask the question, is Die Hard a Christ a Christmas a Christmas Christmas movie? And in which case, my response is absolutely. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Are you kidding me? The first one was, you know, a Christmas party in Nakatomi Plaza. You know, the, my Christmas is not complete until I see Hans Gruber fall out of that tower, drop out of that tower. It's it's not complete until you know the the plane comes in to land out of the 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 uh, the the fire lit runway on Die Hard Two, you know, which in the Die Hard series those are, those are the only two, you know, really Christmas movies because both of them take place around Christmas. Of course, you got another amazing Christmas movie, Lethal Weapon. The first one, if I remember correctly, was around Christmas, I think. Yeah, it was around Christmas because at the end of the movie, the guy jumps out of the Christmas tree. So, yeah, another Christmas movie. Highly underrated Christmas movie. You know, these are one of them things that people don't think of them as Christmas movies. But it is absolutely a Christmas movie. <laughs> All right, this next one. This headline came out of the Daily Wire. Headline, verdict and mistrial declared on the Clive and Bundy case. I'm sure you guys remember that case. The, uh, you know, he was grazing cows on federal land. Apparently they didn't like that because it, something with an endangered species. I don't know. But on Wednesday, a federal judge declared a mistrial in the case against Nevada rancher Cliven Bundy, uh, two of his sons, and, and uh, military member Ryan Payne asserting that the U.S. prosecutors willfully withheld crucial and potentially uh, exculpatory, exculpatory evidence from the defense. So I don't know why exactly they withheld this, uh, this evidence, but because of this, 
it was declared a mistrial. And as of now, I don't know if they intend on trying to retry the case. I don't know if it had gotten to the point to where, you know, that whole double jeopardy thing. Um, let's see. Okay, so here in the article, so uh, Navarro, Navarro did not dismiss charges against the four men, but it is still up in the air as to whether the men will be retried because she did not issue a judgment as to whether the mistrial was with a with or without prejudice. All right, so there you go. I don't really. That was the last one. Oh no, that's the last one. Yeah. So. Mistrial, I don't know if they're going to, you know, and, and again, I don't, considering there was no uh, judgment issued, I don't even know if that even classifies under the whole double jeopardy thing. I have no idea. It was a good movie, by the way. I really liked that movie. Uh, that had Tommy Lee Jones in it. Awesome movie. Double jeopardy. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Great movie. Talking of movies, this headline, you guys want to laugh at me. Oh, yeah, you guys are going to laugh at me. Actually, oh, you suck. All right, fine. So, <coughs> hold on, let me take a drink. Man. I think I'm getting sick. I don't know yet. I hope I'm not. Quite a few people I know have been sick recently. I don't know if I am or not. I mean, I've had a little bit of stuffiness in the uh, in the noggin. Nothing really bad, but a little bit of stuffiness. So this headline came out of CNN Tech. Dude, I stopped. I actually thought someone was stopping. <laughs> that is why I hate it whenever these stinking videos just go the heck of it. Oh, it's irritating. All right, so CNN headline, Apple Yes, we're slowing down your older phones, iPhones, older iPhones. They're slowing down. So I guess they were trying to say, you know, or, you know, they, they were trying to put in there, oh, this is why they're slowing your phones down, blah, 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 blah. Bottom line is I have, I didn't even read the article. I don't even care. They're slowing your phones down because they want you to buy the newer, bigger, better phone. They want you to throw your old one away because you think it's junk because it's slowing down. They want you to buy the new phone. Obviously, hello. I have no idea if Samsung does those type of things around some of their phones. Truth be told, I wouldn't be surprised. I, you know, I'll admit I would not be surprised one bit, one iota. But yes, they're slowing down the phones. So if you have a, uh, an older iPhone... It's going to be getting slowed down. I'm sure you've already noticed this. And I know quite a few people that do have some older iPhones. You know, that's one of them things. iPhones are the devil. Bobby Boucher's mama told me so. iPhones are the devil. They are of the devil. And that's why I have always been an Android fan. Well, that's that's not really why I've always been an Android fan. I've been an Android fan for a lot of reasons. You know, so I mean, if you are an Apple guy... If you're a fan I'm of Apple, yeah. 
<laughs> I love that one. Charlie in the uh the the cave of wonder. Candy Mountain, that's it. Candy Mountain. If you guys have a chance to watch something stupid and ridiculous, watch Candy Mountain. Charlie in the Candy Mountain. It's stupid, it's ridiculous, it really is. But yeah, I've always been an Android fan. I like Android. I've uh I've never owned an Apple. I have tried to use Apple, but I've never owned an Apple. And quite honestly, I never will. Nope. You you can't get me to own an Apple. Not at all. Never. It won't happen. All right, guys. Tomorrow's show, you know, because there was, man, just so much news that I had been going through and looking up that there's just still a lot that I haven't put in there. And this was an hour and where we at? Hour and 10 minutes. So, yeah, all kinds of stuff on tomorrow's show as well. And let's see here. Monday, I will actually be doing a show on Monday, on Christmas, Christmas Day. This is going to be my Christmas present to y'alls. I am doing a, basically a side-by-side comparison with the Bill of Rights and the Communist Manifesto. All right. The 10 pillars of communism, communist manifest, the 10 pillars of communism. All right. And I'm going to be covering the RNC and the DNC's platform. And I'm going to give you some information that I don't think I want to go ahead and say it now. I, most Americans aren't actually, they're not aware of this, which quite honestly, I, I thought everybody knew this. I really did. I I was shocked to find out that most people didn't have any idea. But the RNC and the DNC, they are not government organizations. These are private companies. So you have two private companies that are constantly and continuously at war with each other, that are the ones who actually decide how the government works, how the government runs, everything in the government. Two, two parties, privately owned. That is why George Washington, he cautioned against a party system, let alone a two-party system. But he cautioned against that, and that is why. Because you have a privately owned organization without, you know, government oversight. I mean, come on, how would you have government oversight on an organization that, you know, the people that get elected in the office belong to them, Okay. But yeah, it's a privatized organization. And that is why, and I read this headline uh, earlier today, that they are looking to impeach Trump. Still trying to impeach Trump. Not because, I mean, he's upsetting the boat. He's rocking the boat. Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Good song. I know, I'm ridiculous. Anyway, that's why they're trying to get him out. Because he... You know, he, he didn't have to get funded by the RNC or the DNC. He didn't have to ask, you know, big corporations for money. He didn't. He doesn't rely on the lobbyists for money. He relied on his own money to put him through to get the candidacy. And they want him out because he isn't a party player. Durr. 
he he's fighting for America. You know, I mean, I'll just just put it bluntly. Now, I'm not going to say that I agree with everything the man has done because I don't. The man needs to stay off Twitter because he does. I mean, come on, dude, stay off Twitter. Stop it. Stop tweeting. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of them things that should you should be afraid of. So. Bill of Rights, Communist Manifesto, take this, you know, take some of the policies that you have seen come up over the last, how you know, however many years you want to go back. Does this line up with the Bill of Rights or does this line up with the Ten Pillars of Communism? You will be astounded at the comparison when you see this what our country is sliding to. So that's what Monday show is going to be about. Of course, I've got some research to do. Um, I don't remember. I mean, I've heard, you know, different things of the 10 pillars of communism, but I don't remember them all. So I'm definitely going to get a print up of that. Print ups are amazing. All right, guys, that is the show. That is all I got. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. (laughs) Figured I'd throw that one in there again. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, That's all I got, and I will talk to y'all tomorrow on the Saturday edition. Good night. Sleep tight, and if the bed bugs bite them, by golly, bite them back. (laughs) 